Good evening and welcome to the first episode of 2022 J-Waves podcast movie review and I waited to do it because I wanted to make it special and boy, was that a great decision. Tonight I had the privilege of going to the fan first premiere in IMAX for the new The Batman We're going to cover a lot of stuff here. I'm going to try not to do any spoilers, but this is my one spoiler warning that I may accidentally slip up and do it, because it's going to happen, because that's what I do. I make mistakes. I am the Joker, is what I do. But I'm going to try so hard not to, because this is just an epic, fantastic adventure that is unlike anything that I've ever seen. So buckle up. And let's get ready to do this. This is my official review for the Batman 2022 PG-13. It is 2 hours and 55 minutes long. was directed by Mr. Matt Reeves. uh, Starring, of course, Zoe Kravitz, Robert Pattinson, um, Paul Dano, um, Colin Farrell, John Turturro, Andy Serkis, Jeffrey Wright. And the list goes on and on and on. But we'll get to all those people very soon. I do want to say, initially, um, I had extremely un... I believe to be unreachable high hopes for this movie. I wanted it to be everything that I've ever wanted a a Batman movie to be. Um, And I I went in there with, man, high hopes. Sky was a limit, and I thought, you know what? They could knock this out of the park. Uh, We're in for a treat. And I gotta tell you, within the first 15 minutes... Um, of something happening, I was full-on crying because it was exactly what I've always wanted to hear, see, and be. So that was just epic. I I couldn't believe it. I literally sat there. I was next to my sister and all my friends. And thank you guys for going with me. I love you all so much. And it was just like, I can't believe this is happening. This is just absolutely insane. Um, I want to go over the cast, and of course, everybody's number one question is, how did Robert Pattinson do as Bruce Wayne slash Batman? And I gotta tell you, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. He puts on a performance unlike I've seen ever. He is the detective. He is the Batman. And as I've stated before in other podcasts, Batman has to pretend to be normal. He has to pretend to be human. Because he's always Batman. Bruce Wayne is the disguise. Batman is not the disguise. This movie understands that. This movie does that. This movie takes that idea and it just makes it into a complete home run. Which is so cool because that's what I've always wanted to see. I've always wanted to see the Bruce Wayne that's struggling with life and almost hates living as Bruce Wayne. But as Batman, his true self comes out. And we get that here. This is exactly that. Again, I'm trying to stay away from spoilers, but if you need to know that initially, if you're on the fence about seeing this movie, you need to know that this is Batman. This is Batman first, pretending to be human, Bruce Wayne second. Um, Zoe Kravitz, a Selena Kyle Catwoman, fit like a glove. She did an outstanding job. It was probably one of my favorite performances of the movie, which was a shock to me. I thought it was going to be, I don't know. I I had no idea what they were going to do with it. You know, they failed so many times before with Catwoman. I thought, oh, you know, don't try to push it. Don't try to, like, force it. Just let it happen. And that's exactly what they did. Matt Reeves wrote a very 
perfect part for her, and she played it perfect, and to the point to where I, I cared for her more than I expected to, and it was really well done. She she did a fantastic. She's a perfect addition to Batman. I know they kept saying they had the big push with the bat and the cat. Absolutely, I'm all in on that. Like that was awesome. I would almost say it would be equal to how Tom Holland and Zendaya are as a couple. That's what I felt here. It was a real love. There was a real care. And there's one scene that I just absolutely love. Again, no spoilers, but Batman tells Catwoman to look at him, and she does, and you can just see that she's just like, oh my god. And we are too, the, the audience of us is, is, is doing that as well. And then Batman's like, great, you can't see it. And I won't say what it is, but it was just like such a great moment, and I absolutely love that. Um, keeping in with the villains, you know, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman, Paul Dano as Edward Nashton, a.k.a. the Riddler, outstanding performance. There there was never a doubt in my mind that Paul Dano would be spectacular because he's just such a great actor in every way. But, uh, yeah, he did such a great job as the Riddler and, and that menacing... I guess thorn in Batman's side and you know it was done also in a way so new and so fresh but still kind of touching on like a little bit of the hush a little bit of the long Halloween classic Riddler that we all know uh it, it was a perfect balance of real world and comic and also terrifying uh, he was absolutely terrifying and the clues that he left and the riddles that he did. Um, reading the prequel novel uh, for this movie um, was interesting because they really give you a nice foundation of what Edward was as a six-year-old child orphan living in Wayne Manor Orphanage uh, to what he, you see here in the movie it is a really real transition and a nice, nice way of doing it, like seeing his life from where he started and how he ended up in this in this movie, and, and it was really interesting. Um, a little touch on the book. The book talks about how Paul Daniel's character, the Riddler, Edward, is an orphan, and he is put in the Wayne Manor Orphanage, and they have to do this Christmas, like, uh, uh, like they're going to do like this huge song and dance for the Waynes, because they're going to come and join. Well, Edward immediately locks on to Bruce Wayne is staring at him, and Bruce Wayne notices this. Says, man, that kid is totally staring at me. He tells his mom, Mom, that kid won't stop staring at me. And the mom says, Bruce Wayne's mom says, Martha says, he just wants to be your friend. Just wave at him. So Bruce Wayne, listening to his mother, just gives him a sweet smile and wave. And where Bruce thought he did a fantastic thing making that, you know, that kid feel comfortable, the book gives you the insight of what Edward saw. And the way Edward took it was... That guy thinks he's better than me. And an ultimate hatred was built within that smile and wave, taken completely out of context from Edward's side of the story, opposed to how Bruce Wayne meant it and did it. So I think that was really cool. And that within itself is one of my favorite parts of the Riddler because you kind of see that he has that obscure vision even at, that, that has matured into adulthood. And I think that's really, really terrifying because he sees things the way he sees them. He thinks he's right. He feels he's right. 
what he's doing makes him feel good and makes him feel right. And all that knowledge of knowing that makes the Riddler absolutely terrifying. Um, the next person I want to talk about is Colin Farrell playing Oswald Colpot, a.k.a. the Penguin. Stellar performance. If this is not Oscar-worthy performances, I really don't know what is. You couldn't find Colin Farrell in that Penguin char- character ever. Like, it wasn't Colin Farrell. That was the Penguin. The acting, the accent, the look, the walk, everything is the definition of acting. The definition of character acting. It is absolutely wonderful to watch. I could not believe it. It was just jaw-droppingly amazing to watch Colin Farrell do what he did. And it was like, this is unbelievable. I I know everyone in the theater was just kind of like looking at each other in disbelief because that's what this movie did. It made us all go like, wow. I felt like a kid and hadn't felt like that in a long time. Where Marvel movies I go in and I know I'm going to enjoy, you know, DC movies over the last couple of years, 10 years, has always been like a hit or miss. But I never had that sense of like what Batman 89 did to me as a child and made me go, oh my God, I want to be the Joker forever. This movie does that. This movie has that magic of I am in complete awe of what is going on on screen. And I don't even know how to put it into words like it was just epic and Colin Farrell's performance if that doesn't spark people wanting to cosplay as the penguin this version of penguin with that accent that look I don't know what it's going to take because that was awesome and Paul Dano too like I can see already people are going to be dressing as the Riddler and the penguin hopefully because of these performances they're going to be sparking imagination and and I'm so excited for that. I think that is so cool. We just watched them plant the seeds for the next 20 years of cosplayers here in this movie. Um, John Turturro plays Carmine Falcone in that. Again, he, I always hear it, but he knew the assignment. He came in and he knocked it out of the park. He did such a great job as playing Falcone. And it was such a weird, eerie, also kind of scary underground that they were showing, giving us the tip of the iceberg to this underground nightclub. Uh... And he played it perfect as that kind of scary, you don't know what he is, he's kind of unhinged or uncontrollable, and Totoro did such a great job, he was like, wow, that is so cool. Again, amazing performance by John Totoro. Andy Serkis as Alfred Pennyworth. I don't think we had enough of Alfred, but we had just enough. And His role here was really different, because they weren't in... Wayne Manor, they're living in Wayne Tower, and he runs the business from Wayne Tower, and it's a different dynamic, because he's not the butler, almost, it's like he was, like, the CEO, and I like that, though, I like that they, I think, I could have used more, um, but having his little interactions with this Bruce Wayne, this version of Bruce Wayne, was fun and refreshing, I thought it was fun, um, I had no problems, other than they never went back and said what happened to him, no spoiler, and we don't know if uh, he's okay. No spoiler. So I think that's interesting. Uh, Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon is spectacular. You know, right after coming off of uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises, you know, we had a very spectacular uh, Mr. <laughs> James Gordon there. So that's kind of a hard um, act to follow as far as I'm concerned. But 
Jeffrey Wright, I think, knocked it out of the park. My favorite scene, uh, whenever you guys get to see the movie, is whenever they're in the police station. Pay attention to that. I love that interaction that he has, and he has such a really great relationship with Batman. Like, he trusts Batman more than he trusts anyone else, and I love that. I absolutely love that. So great. Um, let me see if there's anyone else here I want to talk about now that I think about it here. Um, I do want to go back to, of course, Robert Pattinson because it was just such a crazy, crazy performance. A lot of the stunt work, I know um, I read somewhere that he did do a lot of his own stunt work and it was just a lot of really uh, heavy hits and brooding. It, it was... <laughs> It was so cool, like just to see him in the costume. He did such a great job. I'm so proud that he that he took this this role and he like made it his own. And you can totally tell that it's just oh, so so well done. Now I don't want to ruin this name, but Michael uh, Giacchino, he's the guy who did the music for this movie. I just listened to the soundtrack earlier today. It is on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on Amazon. I listened to the whole entire. Um, 28 song uh, album and it really put me in an interesting mood because I, I, I didn't expect it to be so somber and, and somewhat scary at one point I could actually use this whole soundtrack in a haunted house if I wanted to it's that eerie uh, and seeing it paired up to the scenes that we just watched here in the movie makes the soundtrack make oh so much sense it is that scary and the movie lives up to that it is that eerie and the movie lives up to that it is that dark darkness that's inside of batman and it just lives up to that i love that i love seeing that and it was so cool uh seeing the music come to life now the other characters i want to talk about or the other character i want to talk about is the batmobile not since batman 89 i think honestly had there has there been a Batmobile reveal that has made me feel the way I feel right now. I almost lost it in the theater when it when the Batmobile was finally showcased in the movie. It was done so well and it is so badass. I was just like, "Wow. Oh my god." So in in saying this, you know, I just talked about all the individual characters and how fantastic they are. And this is the beauty of a movie. You know, you get somebody that's playing the part fantastic like Colin Farrell. You get someone playing the part that's fantastic like Robert Pattinson. You get the part that someone's playing fantastic like Jeffrey Wright. And then you go, you know what? We're going to have all three of those guys in a scene. And you can see what I'm talking about. Like, this is the magic of what this movie is. You get three amazing elements and then you go... Oh yeah, but they're all going to be in this scene together. So now they're all playing off each other. So when you put three amazing things together and you multiply it, you're going to equal out with something absolutely jaw-dropping amazing. And that's what this whole entire movie is. It is the best elements of each and individual components and parts that make up a movie to make a solid, fantastic, epic adventure slash comic book adventure that... I went in hoping, and I can tell you right now, I was not ready for when I left the theater. This is such a great like homage to Frank Miller and his style. And what Matt Reeves did was just take what all of us comic nerds 
know what the comic is, and he made it into a visual movie. So if you enjoy comics, if you enjoy reading comics, if you always wanted to enjoy reading comics and you don't understand why people love comics so much, this is the movie you need to watch. The way this plays out is the reason why I love comic books. The way this movie comes across is the reason why I love good writing, good storyline, Batman storylines, even even Batman storylines aren't told as well as this movie was made. It was just absolutely epic. I can't get enough of, of, of the whole entire thing. The dynamic between the Riddler and the Batman finally meeting, finally talking, and finally having a conversation... It was like watching magic. It was like watching... It was like someone teaching you how the magic tricks are done. And it was just jaw-dropping. I, I really am absolutely amazed that it was as good as it was. Um, I think Matt Reeves as a director just completely knocked it out of the park. You know, I've always liked his movies. And I'm interested to see on what he's going to be... Or what the sequel's going to be. Because I can tell you right now, they've already greenlit the sequel. So now it's just a matter of uh, making it. And I know he's going to be starting doing pre-production, they said, here pretty soon. And because of that, I am absolutely excited. You know, I've, oh, I did enjoy um, the Planet of the Apes trilogy. I, I That was so fantastic. I love the movie Let Me In. I love the movie Cloverfield. Uh, I just didn't know that he had this type of um, direction ch uh, chops to make this type of movie. Like, the Batman is just something that I have not ever experienced. And, uh, wow. But I am so, I'm so just happy that I saw it. I'm so elated that it was as good. As, it was better than I expected. Way better. Like, I can't explain to you how much better it was than I expected. I, I wanted it to be good, and then it was, like, better than good. So that was so awesome. So happy. Um, this cool little fan event that they had, they gave us a free comic. Uh, it was a really nice experience. You know, again, Century here in Corpus always does a fantastic job. Those guys are so cool. The theater was clean. Everything was nice. Really nice experience all the way around. We were in the front row of the IMAX, so we got to see it in an absolutely perfect crystal clear picture. The sound was perfect. It was just the best movie experience I've had in a long time. But what makes the movie experience even better was the family and friends I had around me and the amount of work that this cast and crew put into this movie. It is absolute magic. And if you are on the fence about seeing this movie, I would... One million percent give you my absolute satisfaction guaranteed for this movie. If you have young children that want to see this movie, take them. This is this is their Batman 89. This is what's going to make the next like, 20, 30 years of cosplayers based off of this movie. If this doesn't get you completely, like, completely jazzed up for being either in cosplay or for comics or for Batman, then I don't know what it's going to take. And right now, the way the world is, in the middle of all this turmoil and war and everything else that's happening in the world and the news, we need an escape. We need a way to get out of that because sometimes real life is just becoming such a bummer. And I think the Batman not only is the hero that we need, I think it's the movie that we need right now to lift us up and remind us that there's something more than vengeance in the world. 
there's hope. And I love that. So, hopefully you guys go see Batman. I would love to know what you guys think. Please share this podcast with anyone that, that is having second thoughts about seeing the movie. I say, go see it. And yes, it might be three hours long. But I can guarantee it will be the best three hours that you've ever spent watching a movie besides Lord of the Rings. Alright guys, I hope you all are doing fantastic. Much love to you all. Please go enjoy Batman. And, and, and then let me know what you thought. Congratulations to Matt Reeves and everybody involved. They really lived up to the, uh, the ideal of Bob Kane and, and all the characters that he created. It was so special. It was so amazing. DC Comics needs to be so proud of this. And I know they are. So I hope you guys enjoy it. As always, guys, thank you all so much for listening. And thanks for riding the waves on J-Waves. <laughs>